0: Some call you Prince of Peace, the long-awaited one. Some say Deliverer, the King of Kings, but we gather now and call you Home. message of hope and love. I love the scene with Mary talking about uh, her son. And don't you know that she wanted you to love her son? And she wants all of us to do that. Two children were shopping with their mother and just learned three horrible words to use. Here they are. I hate you. And they volleyed them back and forth in the store and their mother continued to protest And finally, the mom said this to her little children. I'm not about to take two children who hate each other to McDonald's. One child quickly replied to the other, I don't hate you anymore. The other paused and said, I still hate you and I'm not hungry. (laughs) It's amazing how we hold on to hate and anger and reject love, reject the opportunity to express love. reject the opportunity to receive love I read this story about a preacher who stopped at a light and you like those bumper stickers that people put in their cars and he read the back two words of a car in front of him the two words were I hate I hate that's not the right word it's not the way to respond to people to say that you hate and after all we don't sing it's hate that makes the world go round We sing, it's the love. It's love that makes the world go round. There are some reasons why we should celebrate Christ's love and no greater expression of God's love and Christ's love that we find in Scripture than what's found in John 3.16. I want you to stand. I want us to read it together. And I want you to remain standing because we're going to read it twice. Here it is, John 3.16. For God so loved the world in this way, He gave His one and only Son so that everyone who believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting, eternal life. Let me read it again. I want to personalize it. You do it as you use your name. But let Jerry Hayes read this to you this morning. For God so loved Jerry Hayes in this way that He gave Jerry Hayes His one and only Son so that Jerry Hayes would believe in Him Jerry Hayes would not perish, but Jerry Hayes would have eternal life. I hope you'll personalize that today. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, bless us as we share this message. May it change us this Christmas from looking at all the things that we like and all the things we're impressed with to focus again on a celebration this Christmas of God's love. Help us to do that. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You can be seated. I want us to celebrate today the love of God and I want to begin by saying let's celebrate God's love because it's plentiful the Bible says this one verse it says this John three sixteen. For God so loved the world. Do you realize this? There's some people in the world that you may not like. Don't raise your hand, but you can give testimony. There's some people that you don't get along with. Some people that you just don't jive with, that you don't you like to go out to eat with. There's some people like that. Do you realize this? That there's not anybody in this world, not one single soul, no matter how moral or immoral, that God still doesn't say, I still love you. People could slap the face of God and they still love him. Jesus did this. In fact, when he was on the cross, the people who were so unlovely and persecuted him on the cross, what did he say? He loved them by saying this, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. He still loved them in spite of all those angry things they did at him and to him. The Bible says this in 1 John chapter 4. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. That is the loving gift of God. In fact, you think about how God loves us. He doesn't love us because of. He loves us in spite of. And I think all of us can kind of put on our list some people who live immoral, improper lives in this world and we could kind of say about them that we don't think that they deserve God's love. Who are we to say that? God's the only one that can say that. And God says everybody deserves my love and God wants everybody to express His love, to experience His love, and to express their love back to Him. This, this lesson in John 3.16 is, is Mary love, Mary's love in a nutshell that God is sending to the world this, this teaching, this teaching about love. It is in theology class, it would be the doctrine of love. It is in devotional class simply, can we understand the devotion of Christ's love for us and can we return it in our devotion to Him? But when you break down the doctrine of God's love based on John 3.16, we see three things. God is love this way reveals the very nature of God God's love everybody has some natural bents I have some natural bents don't you have some natural bents that I kind of was raised with grew up with some people like to drive cars too fast some people like to drink too much dr. pepper I don't know who they're talking about you know Uh, some people have the temptation to take more medicine than they should some people have the temptation to lie, the natural bent, to, to stretch a truth, to catch a bass that's this long, but it's really this big. The natural bent. But God's natural bent is, he says, I just love you. When you think about God's love, that's who he is, and that's what he does. He loves. And we should be like God. It reveals that this verse reveals that not only the doctrine of God's love, the doctrine of God's attributes, it reveals that this is what God does, which means this. God's natural attribute is to love people unconditionally. He doesn't love you because of what you do. He loves you in spite of what you do. That's God. Aren't you glad we have a God like that? And this reveals this text reveals this. It reveals that God's love is revealing his heart of who he is. God is Love. Repeat that with me. God is love. That's his heart. By the way, when you think of God, you think of him, what did he give us? When God wanted to give something to mankind, he could have sent his hand and say, look at everything that I've formed in this world. I, sh- I threw the moon out there and I shaped the rivers and the mountains and the valleys and I made trees, all the works of my hands. And the Bible does say we should praise God for the work of his hands. But God didn't send you his hands. He didn't send, send you his mind. God is all-knowing, omniscient. Can you imagine the things that God could reveal to us if all of us had the mind of God? The Bible says, who has known the mind of God? God didn't send his mind. God didn't send his mind. Can anybody can anybody really stand up to God? Be careful. <laughs> He's a mighty God. What a mighty God. He didn't send his mind. Let me tell, show you what he sent. his heart the best gift that you'll receive this Christmas and every other Christmas as long as you breathe is that you have received by God's grace a loving God who sent his son and by sending his son revealed that he gave his heart to you and how can we who claim to be Jesus followers give him any less than back our hearts from him our heart he brings brings his heart to us we should give our heart to him you know God's love is like that uh, in fact, I've, I have read and listened to this several times. I wish I could kind of juke and jive because I kind of move with this song I'm about to quote. How many remember the, the Imperials? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I get, can I get a witness? More? Come on. And so, but they, they have a song called No Shortage. Let me just quote a quote, couple of verses of it. It says, there's a shortage on corn, there's a shortage on wheat, there's a shortage on beans, there's a shortage on meat. Things that we're needing, we just can hardly buy. Soon we'll be asking if we're all gonna die, but I know one thing there's no shortage of, there's no shortage of God's mercy, and here it is, and there's no shortage of God's love. Hey, 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 I gotta go, I gotta go to the next verse, save your amens. I gotta go to the next verse. There's a shortage on friendship. There's a shortage on smiles. There's a shortage on neighbors, though there's millions for miles. Thank heaven for one thing there's no shortage of there's no shortage on God's mercy and raise our hands there's no shortage on God's love. He loves us. He loves us. yeah, give God a hand. The best way to reveal who God is to another person is to be loving. I know at Christmas time, I always think of our parents, my, my mom and dad and Sue's mom and dad, and I came up with a story that that I I, I just I read something from Sue's dad this this week. I don't know if I can get this out. We used to when we were when Sue and I were first married. We got married very young. If you want to know, I'll tell you later. But it was very young. Sue's not older, but I am. <laughs> Look, you can tell the difference, you know. And so, and so, and I want you to know that uh, her dad was such a caring person. And there were a few times when we were we were broker than the Ten Commandments. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And we would reluctantly go and ask him for a little bit of money. And I still remember this scene. We borrowed some money from Sue's dad. And Sue's standing. And I'm, gonna, I'm probably going to cry when I say this. Sue is paying her dad back the money that we owed. And he said, you sure you, sure you can do this? I don't want to run you short. He, he, he was worried about us having enough. That's a loving Father, and God says to each one of you, I love you. I don't want you to run short. Here's more love, and you do what you can with it. We should celebrate God's plentiful love. Then we should celebrate God's personal love. That's why I read it like we did. God loved me. You read it that way. The Bible says in verse 16, as you break the verse down, he gave his one and only son. God's love is personal. He loves us. Yes, he loves us. And so all the songs about God's love we sing in hymns and, and, and choruses around, none of them do justice to who God really is. But there's one thing to say that we believe in God's love. It's one thing to tell him you believe it. Would you, would you bow your head right now, just for a minute, just for a minute, and just say a little prayer with me. I'm going re- to say it. You say it to God. Dear God, here I am at Valwood Park Baptist Church. I want my preacher, my words to, that my preacher leads me in right now to go straight to you. Here it is god i want you to know i love you with all my heart now you've said it and god has heard it amen it's one thing to say that another believer loves you it's one thing to say that you love another believer it's one thing to take your love and make it personal. The Bible says God gave to me a personal sacrifice. It's in the Bible teaches here that Jesus came for me. God gave to me his son. Jesus came. See, Jesus didn't just do this because he was forced. Jesus chose to come to this world. And we believe. in it. so it's in demonstration of personal sacrifice, personal dedication, and personal obedience. We love God and we obey him. Years ago, when we used to go to Falls Creek, the kids would like to go up to the hills and go to a place called Three Crosses. It was a popular place if you have been there, and kids would do that, and there'd be different responses. It was always hard for me to, to, to go up to the Three Crosses because there were people that, I don't know, maybe it's just me. Maybe, maybe I was being a little religious and a little formal, maybe, but they would always start goofing off and laughing, and, and before they even got a walk away from the cross, they were forgetting it. It was always a holy moment to think about that center cross. And it still is. This is God's love for us. God loves us. We should celebrate personal love. And yet this world that we live in doesn't do this. I read a recent survey that among people that were surveyed in America, 48% of people had some kind of basic belief in God. But of of those, 26% were doubting. And so that leaves a very thin measure of how many people really celebrate and express and worship God. Let me say this. There is a problem in society when you ha- and this is not just in this church, when you have thousands of people, millions of people who are members of church who said they've accepted God's love in Jesus, but they don't worship it anymore. There's a problem with that. 26% of, of the people who say they believe in God aren't faithful to Him. Where are we headed, folks? We've got to get back to God's love. I read a story about a man who wrote a book called The Secret Life of Teenagers. And in that book, it talks about a prayer by a man named Mike, a young boy named Mike, who's 17. Mike's prayer reads like this. Dear God, our world is dying. We need your help. All the people are about anymore themselves. And the people who want to live correct the proper way, have no idea where to turn for help. There's so many religions in the world, followers of one particular belief and, and others say they're wrong and others shun them and they different beliefs. There's so many different beliefs. God, I ask you this question. How can you love a rapist? How can you love a murderer? How can you love somebody that's immoral? I ask and I get silence.
1: I ask people and
0: everybody has a different answer. They all claim this, that they love you. But they all ask the same question. God, where are you? I look at all that survey, and I think people have forgotten the accuracy of testimony of the Bible, which is a holy book, and the accuracy of history that says there was a man named Jesus Christ who gave his life and who said, I'm giving my life for the world. We cannot reject that love. I read a story by a man named Chase Andrews about how, how he found God. He said, our Christmas tree is in our front lawn this year. Neighbors walk by and like how pretty it is and how it's decorated. He said, there was a time in my life that I revolted against most displays of Christmas trees. I remember shopping with my family for an evergreen in the middle of a Target parking lot once at, 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 by, at, 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 as I was in high school. And he said, while I was there, I looked at that and I thought, man, this is, this is crazy to buy this tree. We ought to just light a match and burn a forest. It's not worth the fire. He said, for me, Christmas has lost its purpose. It had been stolen by Hallmark, Sony, and Walmart. It became a holiday I had to struggle to support. Its tinsel and bells no longer brought any cheer to me. Black Friday was nothing to me. It brought no joy as promised. Then one Sunday morning, I went to church, and the choir and the praise team sang a song, a rendition rendition of O Holy Night congregation sang along and part of it It says truly he taught us to love one another his law is love and his gospel is peace Chains shall he break for the slave is our brother and in his name all oppression will cease and he said when I saw that as a young man I lost it He said, it wasn't tears welling up, the that choke, you can't speak. It wasn't that, it was deeper. I was sobbing, unable to stand in the awe of the simple truth of the gospel hidden in the lyrics. God teaches us to love each other. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. And Jesus brought it and gave it to me and we have to share it. We should celebrate not only the personality but also the power of God's love. The Bible says, whoever believes should not perish but have everlasting life. God's love is greater. The Bible says this in John chapter 15, verse 13. Greater love has no man than this, than he will lay down his life for his friends. And Jesus says to all of us, you're my friends. The power of God's love. It's powerful enough to cleanse our sin. I, can, I know, I know we, we talk about the sins of the world, and I talk about immorality. But the bottom line, we've got to get this. Jesus, we never should forget this, Jesus died for sinners. And Paul says, and I'm the chief of sinners. 1 John 1.9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to cleanse our sin and, and, and it purifies from all unrighteousness. I wanted to remind you of this, this Christmas. Don't just look at the Christmas tree. Don't just celebrate the gifts. Remember that Christmas is about cleansing away your sins. What shall wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus his love is powerful enough to love, love us in spite of our sins the Bible says in Romans chapter 5 God in fact if you look at the translation of this it says it like this God proves his love in this way some translations like this read it like this some of the modern ones say this God proves his love in this way that while we're in the midst of sinning Christ loves us the next time you commit a sin just stop yourself and say, Jesus died for what I'm about to do and let it grip you and change you his love is powerful enough to secure our soul but the Bible says, but have eternal life. I have a lot of assignments, had a funeral, a couple of funerals lately. And everybody sometimes gets serious when death comes and they want to know what is the answer. The answer is Jesus. Folks, that's the answer. It's the answer to your life, it's the answer to your, your challenges. It's the answer to your career, your relationships, your marriage. Jesus loves the answer to all that. And more importantly, the one thing that can change and help you when you die is having the heart of God in your life and know that you know Him as your Savior. We ought to express our love to God, and I think that's what I want to challenge you to do today. Let's express our love to Him. Tell Him you love Him. How long has it been? As we did a while ago. I read this story about a man who wrote a letter to his girlfriend. And he was really loved her. He said, she's just, she's cool. He said, my eyes pop out every time I see her. And he, he said, it was young love. And he said, but I wrote her a letter trying to capture the poetic expression of how much she meant to me. And he writes, for you I would cross the hottest, driest desert. I would sim, swim the deepest ocean and brave the wildest storm. I would climb the heights of Everest such as the depth of my love for you. Then he put P.S., I won't be over this Saturday. The forecast is calling for snow. (laughs) There are limits. Wherever you are in your spiritual life, no matter what you've done, no matter what you've been doing, the Christmas story says this, I love you. In spite of that, come to me. Don't run away from your Savior. Find him. I've been listening all week to Caveman's Call. Wonderful song about God's love. Listen to the verse. "Your love is a heart that's beating. Your love is an angel wings. Your love is a boat that sails over a never-ending breeze. Your love is a sunset fire, Your love is a melody. Your love is a grace that brings the sinner to his knees. That's God's love. And then they sing, "I need your love. I need your love to stay with me." Hey, that's a good song. I'm going want to make a promise. Not that there's an error in that song, but there is nothing that you think can cause God's love not to stay with you. Good or bad or evil, God still loves you. And what I want us to do is take our loving message of Christmas and not just to sit on it, not just to think about it, but I want us to make a public display of that. Not that I'm trying to get you to the altar, I want you to come, some of you to come to the altar about where you are. But I want us to say, God, I want you to know I love you. And thank you for loving me. Let's celebrate Christ's love this Christmas. Let's pray together. Father in heaven, help us to see how much you love us. Yours, your gift of Jesus, is truly the awesome, most awesome gift. So we write it in our hearts, but help us to see that, but to say it with our lips may many come to the altar and just as you watch down, there are thousands of churches around the world worshiping you today. But will you look down in our church and see a congregation that says, God, thank you for loving me. I want you to know how much I love you. I pray we'll pray that prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's all stand together. Tell God you love him today. Come to the altar.